This episode is brought to you by Cozy Earth, and I'm thrilled to tell you about them because I've loved Cozy Earth since before they even sponsored this podcast. Now, Cozy Earth creates these luxurious bedding products. We are talking about like the softest bed sheets you have ever felt in your life. I'm speaking from experience. Also, these amazing like sleepwear products, loungewear, like anything that you need to create this amazing soft, cozy sleep sanctuary in your own home, Cozy Earth has it. And about a year ago, I just, I kind of went for it and I ordered one of their bamboo sheet sets. And since then, I now have acquired four of their sheet sets because I love them so much. Like I pulled out that first set. It was so soft and cozy. And I was like, I cannot go back to basic bedding anymore. Like I felt like I was sleeping in this like soft billowy cloud and I had to get two sets for both of my bedrooms in my house immediately. And in honor of Mother's Day and the fact that all mothers and anyone who has a mother or who has had a mother deserves amazing sleep, right now you can use code MINDFUL for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. That is an exclusive Mother's Day offer. You are going to want to go and snag yourself some goodies at Cozy Earth. So get some for yourself. Also get some for your mom because what says thank you mom more than luxurious bedding and she'll think of you every single night when she goes to bed and she's like, this is so comfy. I'm thinking about my amazing kid that gave me this wonderful Cozy Earth gift. And let's be honest, mom deserves it. So head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code MINDFUL for an exclusive 35% off. Soft as a mother's touch, Cozy Earth wishes you a happy Mother's Day. Hello and welcome to the Mindful in Minutes podcast, a guided meditations podcast brought to you by Yoga For You. I'm Kelly, and today I'll be leading you through your meditation. So go ahead and get comfortable, settle in, and enjoy your meditation practice. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this freeform episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. So what I thought we would do today, I don't know why... (laughs) You know, that is how, a fun fact, that is, for some reason, that's how I start a lot of my, like, yoga classes. I'm like, okay, everyone, this is, like, this is what I thought we would do today. Today, we're really going to be exploring, finding the balance between effort and ease. Um, So apparently, my uh, yoga teacher language is spilling over into this podcast, <laughs> So what I thought we would do today is not necessarily explore the balance between effort and ease, which is something that I very much love to explore on the mat. So, you know, maybe something for a different day. But what I thought that we would explore in this episode is just some thoughts on comparison. So the companion episode to this one is the guided meditation that is uh, right before this one in your feed. So it's a meditation to release comparison. And I just thought, you know, let's dive deeper into comparison because it can be a useful tool. It can be a horrible, toxic thing that makes you feel like the worst. It also can, you know, be a little bit of both. And so I thought that we would just dive into just some thoughts and reflections on how to get yourself out of the wheel comparison and let your light shine if that's something that you're working on, but also how comparison can be a useful tool just for your own motivation um, and your own growth. So of course, I would be remiss if I didn't say this, but one, 
Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Last episode, I left this just a little call to action about if you're appreciating these episodes at the most supportive, wonderful thing that you could do is tell a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on Spotify. And you guys have been doing that. And it's seriously so sweet. It's so kind. It like those nice words remind me on, you know, the really, really long weeks, the long nights. Um, It just reminds me why this podcast is so special and important to me and why you are also special and important to me because podcasting is kind of a funny thing because, you know, like right now I'm recording this and I'm just sitting alone in a dark little closet underneath the staircase in my basement. And I have no idea who is on the other side of this microphone. I don't know who you are. I mean, I know who some of you are, but a lot of you, I don't, I mean, I can see a number of how many people are listening, but I don't know who you are. It's not like when I have, you know, someone come to a yoga class or a live meditation or a sound bath, like I'm looking you in the eye and I know who you are and what your name is and what you look like and, you know, probably chatted with you on the way in the door. So it's just, I don't know, it's really special to kind of see your guys's just kind words and positive feedback and it's just really special. So thank you guys for doing that. If you haven't done it yet and you'd want to, that would be incredible. Um, you know, kind of like tipping, not required, but always appreciated. I was listening to this podcast. Last thing I'll say, then we're getting into comparison. But I was listening to this podcast the other day. And then at the end, it just kind of made me giggle. And I am someone now that I know how important these reviews are. Like I leave if, if I like it, I do believe if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's just my own personal opinion. But if I like someone's work, like I, I'm like five stars and I write this like glowing review um, just because I know how it feels on the other end too. So I like leaving positive reviews for people. But uh, at the end, they're, they're just like, oh, and, you know, don't forget to leave a review. And they pause. They were like, but only if you liked it. <laughs> I don't know why. That just That just made me laugh really hard. So. You know, I don't. Again, reviews are like tipping. Never required, but always appreciated. So anyways, comparison. I'm in a little bit of a silly mood, but I kind of like it. It is a little bit past my bedtime as I'm recording this. So maybe that is, you know, like when you have sleepovers with your friends and it's a little bit late and you just kind of start getting a little bit silly. I'm just feeling just a couple little, you know, just a little bit of that. So we're going to dive right in. I am done with the tangents. Comparison. Let's go. First, is comparison a bad thing? For many things, I feel like the answer is always yes and no, or it depends, or maybe. So comparison absolutely can be a bad, toxic, not useful thing at all. If you are using comparison to compare yourself to others, And it just makes you feel worse about yourself. For me, a lot of times this happens on social media. There is, I really don't follow a lot of like mom content anymore on Instagram. I did for like a hot second. I was like, oh, I'm a mom. So maybe this is like, I don't know, this is what moms do on social media. But you know what? It kind of just made me feel bad. And not that there's anything wrong with what those moms were doing, but I just personally was like, you know what, comparing what I'm doing or comparing what, you know, my what Porkchop is doing compared to other children, it just wasn't really serving me. And I think that sometimes on social media, it, you know, we always put our best 
ourselves forward. We get to choose what we're putting out there. And it can be really hard to not compare ourselves to what is ultimately a snapshot of someone else's life. So yes, comparison, it can be really tough. It can be something that does not serve you well. On the flip side, though, it is something that at times it can serve you well. And I want to highlight this too, because I think we often hear about comparison as bad, 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 bad. But I do think there's a space in which comparison can be useful. And that is where you let someone else, instead of kind of looking at them like, you know, oh, they're doing this, I'll never be able to do that. Or I can't do this as well as they can, or look at them and look at me. But instead looking at them and being like, wow, look at what is possible. So not in a way that makes you feel less than but in a way of like thank you for showing me what is possible or like look how incredible this thing is thank you for showing me that this is something that I could do or this is something that is possible for someone in my field or someone like me or whatever it is I do think that there is a space as long as we're doing this in a healthy balanced way where we can use comparison as motivation where we look at what someone has achieved and be like wow I never even thought that that was possible but now looking at you achieve it or looking at this person do it I know that it is potentially possible for me too so there's also kind of this middle option in which comparison isn't necessarily helping you in any way, but it may not be this total, you know, making you feel horrible about yourself. There's always kind of that in-between option. So when it comes to comparison and asking this big question of like, is it good or is it bad? You really have to identify what kind of comparison you're engaging in and how it's making you feel when you engage in it. Is it giving you a healthy dose of motivation and inspiration and giving you some drive Or is it kind of making you feel like, why even bother? Like, I feel bad about myself. I don't feel worthy or I feel less than or I'm down on myself or I'm being really critical of myself. Or when I compare myself to this person or this thing, I then see an increase in my negative self-talk. Or are we just in a habit of kind of just comparing to compare. So thinking about what kind of comparison that you are engaging in and how that's making you feel after you engage in it. I think that even in the kind of comparison that can serve you well, I think we need to have a light hand with it. This is just my personal opinion for my own journey, again, in the motherhood space, but also in kind of like the entrepreneurial space too, or like the business owner space. It can be really easy to fall into this, you know, wheel of comparison and looking at what everyone else is achieving and then comparing it to what you're achieving and then sort of, you know, making yourself feel better or worse based on that. So I think that even if you are using some comparison as a way to motivate yourself, that we try not to get overboard with it and that you still just, you know, have a light hand at it. So doing some kind of a you know, audit on your thoughts. And I also recommend, I feel like in so many of these episodes, I talk about like audits, but doing like a social media audit, like are there certain accounts that you're following and you're like, you know what? I don't find this particular content to be uplifting or to make me feel good about myself or even inspired or motivated. I kind of just look at it and then I feel worse about myself. It's got to go. If you are, if it is not contributing to your well-being and your life, it's got to go. Like, what's the point? 
what is the point? I think for many of us, we have enough reasons to whether they're justified or not, which I don't think they are because I firmly believe that all of you listening right now are incredible, worthy, unique people. But I think we as humans, we innately have this like negativity bias towards ourselves. And so we can probably come up with many ways why we already aren't adding up. And so if we just start adding a lot of noise to that, that's only affirming those feelings that we already have. It is not serving our greatest and our highest good. And it might be time to either mute or unfollow or do whatever you need. Maybe take a social media break altogether. So just something to think about um, when you are contemplating is comparison good or bad and what kind of a comparison is showing up in my life every day. Another kind of thought or reflection I had when I was sitting and thinking about this idea of comparison is that we as human beings in our modern day society, like we are designed to compare ourselves to one another. We are brought up this way. We are built this way. Our entire society is designed to basically show you how you measure up to others, right? We have grading systems in school and I am not saying that any of these things are good or bad, um, but it's just the way that things are designed. We live in this rating ranking system, um, which, you know, I, I mean, I spoke about that at the top of the episode, right? Like we live in this rating ranking system, like ratings and rankings. That is how, you know, my work is evaluated by many by reading the reviews and seeing how, you know, people perceive me to compare to others. Like it's just a part of our society. So I think recognizing that this is something that is innately within us and around us can help us to identify when we're getting stuck in that wheel of comparison. I mean, even things like credit scores, like when you, you know, get your credit card bill. And if it has your credit score or something, it'll tell you, at least mine does, it'll say like your credit score or, or, you know, this percent of people in your age demographic have a similar credit score to you. It's like, can I just pay off my credit card bill without knowing how I like measure up to people? But we really, I mean, comparison is everywhere. Comparison, rankings, like this is just something that is innately all around us. And I think that it's important to recognize that, how we kind of have these internal biases or this just natural inclination to see how we compare to others and how we are doing compared to the average and how we are measuring up, how we're stacking up. You know, we get performance reviews at work. Like, it's just a part of our lives. And so with that, I think it's also important to kind of circle back to this idea of like, what kind of comparison are you engaging in? Is it useful? Is it not so useful? And then making some decisions based on that. And if you find that the kind of comparison that you're engaging in, or if, you know, I don't know if, you know, reading your podcast reviews makes you sad or it stresses you out that maybe like not engaging in that. I think getting some larger awareness of how these things are contributing to your well-being and your mental health just it really helps. At least it's really helped me. There are certain things, whether it be accounts that I don't follow anymore or certain things that I don't engage with or look at that really help me not get in this wheel of comparison where it seems like no matter what I'm doing, I'm never quite adding up. And it kind of gets me down on myself. And I just I know where my tendencies are to kind of fall into that. And I also try to be really aware of 
how things that I engage with make me feel. Is it serving me or is it not serving me? And lately I've been trying to make more of a conscious effort to get rid of more of the things that do not serve me or contribute to my well-being or my greatest and highest self um, and try to just keep the things that do positively um, impact my life or contribute to my life. So just remember we are all kind of designed to compare ourselves to one another It's kind of hard to escape, but just being aware of that, I think, can already kind of take you to a a deeper awareness of how comparison is playing a role in your life. Another thought that I had, we are all on our path. So I think one of the times in my life that I struggled the most with comparison was when I was graduating college. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, which now in hindsight, I know that's very normal. However, it felt like everyone around me was graduating and was getting these like big, you know, adult jobs. And, you know, this person was going to be pursuing this thing. And this person just got accepted into this program. And this person was going to go to medical school. And this person got their dream job out of college or all these things. Then I was like, what about me? Like I'm working as a part-time nanny and, you know, trying to, and taking a yoga teacher training, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And none of those things were bad. But in the moment, I think really around that time when I was graduating college, I really got stuck in that wheel of comparison, that comparison trap, whatever you want to call it. And I was looking at everyone else's paths And it was almost like I had decided in my mind that like their path was a better path instead of looking at their path is a different path. This also makes me think a lot about how you can look at someone and like someone else's success is not your failure. So looking at someone getting their dream job out of college and because I didn't even know what my dream job was, although I am definitely living my dream job (laughs) right now, um, That doesn't mean that because someone is getting that, that somehow I'm less than for not getting that. And that's something that if I could go back in time and talk to my, you know, 21, 22-year-old self and I could be like, you know what, Kelly, yeah, these people are doing these things that society or people, you know, quote, say are great and impressive and they are great and impressive. But the fact that you aren't doing that doesn't make you any less great or impressive. And I really, really had a hard time and just like almost feeling embarrassed when people would ask me what I was doing after graduation. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I I like didn't want to answer and I was kind of embarrassed by that. And there was no need to be. Everyone's path is different. We are all walking our own path. It's going to look different. It's going to feel different. It's going to be different. We all will do different things at different times. And like that is part of what makes people and life beautiful. I firmly believe that. It isn't always what makes life easy or enjoyable or smooth sailing. But I do think that it is something that really helps to contribute to the beauty of humanity and the beauty of life. And again, if I could go back and talk to myself, you know, 10 years ago, which, you know, saying that out loud, that kind of dates me. Um, that I was graduating college uh, a, a solid decade ago. That, you know, I haven't thought about that until now, but hey, 
We're all on our own path. And just remembering that, like, you are on your own path and you are walking your path. No one will have to walk that path. No one will get the opportunity to live the way that you are living. And someone else's success is not your failure. And so if you feel like you haven't quite hit your stride yet or you don't know what your purpose is or, you know, you aren't living your dream life or have your dream job or whatever that is, just remember that you are on your own path we all are. This comes up for me a lot too when, you know, sometimes when we compare, and this kind of leads me to, you know, my last sort of reflection when I was writing on this just for myself, but comparison goes both ways. There will always be someone that is doing quote, and I'm doing the quotations worse than you. There's always someone that is doing, again, the quotations better than you. Now, like I said, we are all on our own path. And I think that if we kind of put some blinders on at times and we be able to just really focus on our path and doing what feels right to our souls and our soul's purpose, um, that that can really kind of change the way that we live life in a positive way. But when you compare yourself Yes, there's times where you can go on social media or, you know, we have a big life event or someone has a big life event that we want and we compare ourselves and we feel less than. But then there's also times that we can compare ourselves to other people and that leaves us feeling almost like we're better than someone else. And neither of those are serving our greatest and higher good. Neither of those are supporting our well-being, being like, oh, well, you know, I thought I had it bad, but look at that person. That's not helping us either. And so remembering that comparison can go both ways and that we are all walking our own path. When I had my yoga studio, I worked with a lot of mothers, um, mothers of children that were older, like adult children. And, you know, we were doing private sessions. We'd chat. I got to know them really well. And a lot of times, you know, it's hard. And now as a mother, I... I really get it. But I would hear a lot about these mothers talking about, um, you know, what their children were doing and what their children were accomplishing. And there were definitely a lot of undertones of kind of comparing their children like to other children. And so I think that it's important that we remember, again, where comparison is showing up in our lives, not just when we compare ourselves to others, but when we compare others to others and remembering that, Comparison can be a trap either way. And how is it contributing to my life? Is it positively contributing? Is it negatively contributing? Is it just kind of there? And just trying to gain that awareness, I think, is something that can be really helpful. It's also something that when you're practicing your meditation and you're trying to be aware and be an observer, you can just kind of observe how you're feeling and maybe you reflect and you meditate on this idea of comparison and how it's showing up and where it's showing up for you sometimes in your life. So, you know, just remember that comparison can go both ways. Someone, you know, will always be having a tougher time than us. Someone will always be, you know, seemingly having a easier time than us. That, my friends, is the sound of another sale on Shopify. And let me tell you, when I first started podcasting, I was not thinking about an online store at all. I was just excited that I had figured out how to basically create an audio file and get it out into the universe. I wasn't thinking about 
the possibilities or what things would look like years on down the road. And now that I'm selling books and decks and meditation scripts, I have found that not only is an online store so important, but it is so easy now that I've discovered Shopify. And Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, whether you're just starting out or maybe you just hit your millionth sale. Shopify has amazing support to help you along the way, and it helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, and it's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Plus, you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. And like, honestly, the one thing I wish I would have done differently with my online store is just started it sooner. And Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And the reason is, is because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. So you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mindful, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mindful now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mindful. But I will say that I say seemingly because, you know, I think of it, I don't I don't think cars have this anymore. But, you know, back in the day, now that you guys know I graduated college a decade ago, I've dated myself. But, you know, they used to say like objects in the mirror on, a, on like a, a side mirror, um, objects in the mirror are closer, maybe closer than they appear. I always think like objects on the phone may be greater than they appear. Like we absolutely and and I do this too. Like I don't take a picture of myself where I don't, you know, feel great about myself and be like, you know what, this is what I'm going to put on social media today. We definitely, I think all of us have a tendency to put our best foot forward on social media. We are showing people a snapshot of our lives. We're showing people what we want them to see. And for some of us, you know, that may be more authentic than others, but I think that it's important to remember that what you are seeing on social media, even what you're hearing from other people when you catch up with someone, you're like, oh, what are you up to? Like what they're sharing is what they're choosing to share. And you never actually know what's happening, you know, on the other side of someone's phone screen or what's happening in the parts of their life that they choose not to share. And I also think that it can be really special and refreshing to, you know, if you're catching up with someone and they ask you how you're doing, one, I think it's interesting to to kind of reflect on what you choose to share. But I also think sometimes it can be really refreshing, like if you truly honestly like answer that and, you know, you don't try to sugarcoat it in any way and just kind of let people know like where you're at. I think that when we allow ourselves to be our true selves. We allow ourselves to be honest and authentic and seeing that we give others uh, the permission around us to do the same and that that's really great and beautiful. So just remember when you find yourself, for me, it happens a lot scrolling on social media or, you know, when people are telling me what they're up to, um, you know, people that, like I went to high school with because like, aren't we all just like so formed by like our middle school and high school trauma but you know remembering that like I'm seeing a snapshot and they're walking their own path I'm walking my own path you never know what's happening beneath the surface for someone um, and vice versa so I will say that if you find that you are currently stuck in the wheel of comparison I have found the easiest way and I mean the wheel of comparison where like it's really not serving you well 
you are following a lot of accounts where maybe you look at a certain type of person or a certain, you know, representation of beauty or a certain body type and it just kind of makes you feel bad about yourself or you're following a certain kind of like business account or entrepreneur account or even like a yoga account where you're following that and you're like, oh my gosh, look at how bendy this person is. Look at how, you know, what a deep expression of wheel pose that they're doing. The easiest way to get off of that wheel and to stop it from spinning is literally you just just get off of it. Just step off of the wheel. So that might look like a social media break. That might look like muting. That might look like unfollowing. That might look like, you know, really distancing yourself from people that aren't serving your greatest and highest good and positively impacting your health and your well-being and your heart and your soul. So if that wheel is just spinning, 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 it can be hard to slowly slow it down. Sometimes you just have to jump off. So something to, you know, think about and reflect on if that is something that, you know, you find that you're struggling with. There's times where I've had to do that where it's just like it's an unfollow, it's a mute, or it's just like an unplugged social media break. It feels really good and it really helps to stop that wheel. I also think that if you're struggling, you know, being on that wheel of comparison is reflecting on what you have to offer. So reflecting on what is wonderful about you, what is unique about you, like what do you do that no one else can do or do just like you? This comes up all the time in yoga teacher trainings, whether it's a 200-hour training or a weekend pop-up training where people are feeling like maybe some imposter syndrome is creeping in or they're feeling like, oh, well, you know, there's a million yoga teachers out there. Like, why would someone want to come to my class? And I always remind people that, yeah, there might be a million yoga teachers out there, but no one does it quite like you. No one will describe it quite like you. Like, students gravitate to you not because you're doing a sun salutation there's a lot of people out there doing sun salutations but they're coming because of the way that you do it and the way that you teach it and you lead it so maybe just sitting and reflecting on you know what is unique about you how do you do things differently than anyone else and you know what do you have to offer because no matter what you may be telling yourself right now you do have something to offer this world. You have something beautiful and unique to offer this world. So maybe just reflecting on how you're different, but in the wonderful, beautiful way and how that's you know contributing to the world around us. And you can, if you're someone who likes to reflect, this is something, again, that you can sit with during meditation. You could journal on it. You could, I also encourage you, if you're reflecting on it, notice how you feel when you think about these things. Like, does it feel good? Is it a struggle? Does it kind of spark some negative self-talk or some self-doubt? Like try to just observe what happens when you reflect on this. Um, it may give you some really, some really great um, insight. On the last reflection, um, when I was kind of just, I know this is a little bit different um, format, but I kind of just, I was thinking about comparison. I was kind of just like free writing, letting ideas flow. So the last one, the last point of reflection that I had or the last thing that came up for me when I was sitting with comparison is to remember that you are writing your own story. So you are the only one living this life right now. Be kind, be gentle, be honest with yourself. And also remember that 
there are people that you look towards to, you know, you look at them and you compare yourself to them and you're like, wow, look at what they're doing. You are definitely that person for someone else too. So if there are people, you know, you have those people in your life where they are truly an inspiration for you, there is absolutely someone, probably many people, where you are the inspiration to them. And I don't know who needs to hear that, but I just, that was the last thing that came up. That it's like if you're looking at what everyone else is doing and being like, wow, look at what they're doing. There is absolutely someone, probably many people that do that for you. And you probably don't even realize it because we're all just kind of silently watching each other and comparing and, you know, thinking about what they're doing. And so you are definitely that to someone. So just, you know, sitting with that and and just thinking about that. So those were kind of my, you know, organic free writing Um, thoughts on comparison. I hope it gave you something to think about, um, something to reflect on, and hopefully we're just being kind and sweet with ourselves. And yeah. Um, So ending this episode, as I have been lately sharing one thing that's making me happy and also answering one of your questions. Um, Currently what's making me happy, you know, I had something different written down here, but I have to be honest, as I'm recording this episode, So it's late at night, you know, Porkchop is sleeping. Well, he's supposed to be sleeping. And I have the baby monitor here, and I'm watching him out of the corner of my eye. And this little goofball, he's supposed to be sleeping. He instead, he's just like cracking me up. He is standing up in his crib. He's getting his face really close to the camera and kind of like tilting his head side to side and like trying to play peekaboo. It's almost like he knows I'm on the other side and he's trying to like be silly and get me to come and play with him. He has now gotten tall enough he can reach like out of his crib and kind of peek out of his little window. Like he can barely just push the curtain over a little bit. So he's like spying on the neighbors. He is... Apparently, it's just a goofy mood all around in my house, and that is what is bringing me joy because I do not know what this little baby pork chop is doing, but it is it is funny. I'm not going to lie. Um, so a question. So we had a question from Eric, and he was wondering if I had a podcast about any other topic, what would it be? And honestly, I loved this question. I I think I would tell ghost stories. I, I really, you know... I love a good ghost story. I I don't know if I've ever really talked about this or not. Like, I just love a good ghost story. And so I think that I would, like, look up stories about, like, haunted places and tell the stories or, like, have friends come on, like, some of my closest friends and just have them, like, listen and tell them, like, a ghost story. I don't know if that sounds just so fun to me. Maybe one day. Um but I do love a good ghost story. I don't know if you guys know that about me, but I kind of, I like the spooky a little bit. So I might, I, if I had to like, you know, kiss mindful in minutes and meditation mama goodbye, which I hope never to do, but, and I had to start something new, it, it might be in like the spooky realm. I don't know. It might be kind of fun. So that is the question. Thank you, Eric, for asking it. And thank you if you are still listening. Thank you for listening to this, for listening to my thoughts on comparison. I hope that wherever you are, that you are doing well, that you are being kind to yourself, and that you're finding just little moments of joy in your day. So thank you so much for joining me here.